welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us, taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We'd love for you to download that and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. All the fun ones. All the fun ones. All the good ones. Uh, Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Rate and review. Rate and review. On Apple Podcast, a few extra minutes will absolutely help get this in the hands of so many more leaders just like you or trying to get better like us. Visit leadinghope.online, get updates, find out more about the Leading Hope community. Continuing the series today, Better After You're Gone, episode 189, personality-driven leadership. Personality. (laughs) I don't know what that noise was. I apologize for that. Every time I hear personality, I think of... Never mind. Go ahead. So main idea for this series is most people lead in a way that shows the belief that they want their era of leadership to be the golden age of that organization. But that isn't the mark of great leadership. It's the mark of capable yet ego filled leadership. I want to emphasize why that's capable. Okay. Because like, if you don't have any leadership gifting, no one would mistake your era for the golden era of leadership. (laughs) Okay. That's a whole, you may be trying to make it that without capable leadership, but no one's going to buy into it. That the mark of great leadership is that the organization, church, whatever it is, is able to be better after you're gone, not better because you're gone. (laughs) And so the bullseye that we're after is we want it to be able to continue to grow and develop even after you've left. So how do you lead so that it will be better after you're gone? And one of the reasons that people give for why organizations decline ends up getting summed up in this phrase is that it was built on the personality of the leader that there was this highly charismatic leader who connects with everyone who is significantly gifted and when they left hey obviously it declined and so it even at times becomes this mark of like, oh, be cautious of the of the personality driven leader, be cautious of the really charismatic leader, because once they go, everything's going to plummet. And my like my counter question to that, which I don't think is the conversation that's happening at all, is like, how do you build it not on the personality of the leader? Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I'm trying to think how that could ever possibly happen. Like people, anytime it's like, oh, they're really gifted. They've got a really strong personality. It's doomed to fail. And so I'm like, I look at that and I go, so like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like not tell jokes? Am I supposed to not have fun? Am I supposed to be like, because like everything you do. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Will be built with your personality. Yeah. I, I would say that as like. The person who is like no gifting, but huge network is building it as much on their personality as the person who has no network, high gifting and hangs out in the green room all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't even know. Like, yeah. Jesus had an incredible personality. Every yeah. time you saw him, you knew he was going to ask you a question. Well, in the other one, he is it like, like, you know what I mean? They like, go to the idea of like sinners wanted to be with him. 
Yeah. They're like, oh, personality-driven leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, People who didn't, like, want to follow anything followed him. Let's, let's run down that road. Yeah. Because if we were going to use the same critique of Jesus, he built it on his personality. We're like, Jesus, we would like for no one to want to hang out with you. We would like for you to perform zero miracles because you're just using your extreme <laughs> gifting to draw a crowd. Yeah. Which is literally what happened. Right. And say, well... Jesus, oh, you, you got serious here. You, you grabbed <laughs> it. I, mean, you, I don't think you've ever done that. He grabbed it. If you're not, if you're on YouTube or or listening, go go just watch this part. And Jesus, YouTube, we're tell, about four minutes in right now. Just tell so you know. less stories, <laughs> it. please. Yeah. These parables, yeah, not help. Stop helpful. asking questions, Jesus. Teaching is one who taught authority. <laughs> no, thank you. Like every description of Jesus could go. Sorry, you're just a personality-driven leader. It's yeah. It it yeah. So move on. I just want people to say, like, first off, if anyone has leveraged that against you, like they're just wrong. You always build with personality. Yeah. Okay. You always build it with your personality. Now, what I do want to dive into today is I believe that there is a difference between building it with your personality and building it on your personality. Yeah. There is a difference between how you grow and scale and develop and build Absolutely. through how you are versus on how you are. So let me make a couple notes on this, okay? If you're building it on your personality, you are the attraction point, the connecting point, and the sustaining point. <laughs> like you are the one who's bringing people in, connecting them initially, and the reason why they're still here. And so what will happen is the organization becomes disproportionately reliant upon you, upon your gifting and upon your relationships. And I want to emphasize this again, the person, because often we'll say like, oh, I'm not a personality driven leader. I'm focused on relationships. Well, if all the relationships are only connected to you, then you're still the personality driven leader. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like, like person who has high gifting, who only builds it on their gifting has built it on, not with their personality. The person who has only relational gifting, I was going to say no gifting. I realized that wasn't an, that wasn't accurate and no. it was like mean. Yeah. <laughs> and untrue. But that's where it gets leveraged from. Right. I'm just going, no, we're relationally yeah. focused. Well, if all the relationships are connected to you, it's still built on your personality, not with your personality. Not to mention, I don't know anyone who's relationally driven with the people that they have the relationship with going to the people. I like to hang out with them. They don't have any personality. Yep. I love hanging out with them. No person. They have no personality. Yep. They wouldn't be hanging out with you. There's no relationship. (laughs) So, so let me give you some helpful (laughs) ideas on how to build with not on your personality. Okay. So first one is relationally focused. Don't allow any significant connection to rely only upon your relationship. So let's say it like this. If you're building partnerships, you should not be the only connecting point, okay? You should not be the only one who they're going to. As you're building your network, as you're building other pieces, you should not be the, and what, what I've seen in churches is um, I, I've seen pastors, especially senior pastors, become the linchpin that it's like, oh, there's all these ministries, but they're all connected to a significant relationship with the senior pastor. And once the senior pastor is removed from that dynamic because they go somewhere else, all the ministries fall apart. All those relationships are severed. 
And Seth Godin actually wrote a book years ago called Lynchpin. Yep. How do you put yourself as the key cog in your organization? And it's brilliant. Yeah. In terms of how to make yourself irreplaceable. But that's not your goal. Right. <laughs> okay. So like you should you should read that book and go, this is how I become unfireable. But you should also not act upon it. Right. Because you should connect people to others other than yourself. So Good. I would just say be cautious, like especially senior leaders. If you're going this ministry, this connection, this other piece, they're all dependent upon my connection and me fostering that good relationship. That's not a good thing. It's good. Now you will need to be there to help foster those initial relationships. Okay. That is like the attraction point. You're able in my position, I'm able to create more expansion and opportunities than anyone else. Yeah. But if I am also the connecting and the sustaining point, it is built on, not with my personality. That's good. Second idea. You can lead the whole way through, okay? And the entire organization, okay? Things that are started, middle phase, continuing, okay? Now implementation. You can lead the whole way through, but you cannot lead from the front the whole way through. There is a massive difference between leading from the front, leading in the middle, and leading from the back, okay? Leading in the middle, it's a lot of influence, Leading from the front is a lot of authority and direction. Leading from the back is a lot of encouragement, okay? And so I wanna tell you, you should lead the whole way through no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, but you better not be the front person at every phase. If you're leading every meeting, it is built on your personality. Yeah. If you're taking over everything that's taking place, okay, it is built on your personality. That doesn't mean you're not leading, <laughs> but it does mean in different environments you're leading differently so that you're not leading from the front the whole way through third idea let other personalities lead so when we lead what we're actually doing is we're giving people access to our personality yeah uh, i walk in and out of our offices and i know when a meeting's taking place because i can hear laughter and yelling yep <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. like it's just walking through there are very few meetings that are quiet right and so I'm walking through and what's happening is when we're connecting, when we're working with each other, we are giving people access to our personalities. Right. Uh, this is why and we're trying to figure this out in this phase as we're trying to figure out what remote work looks like as we look at campus expansion and stuff like that. But the one thing that I want to stay constant, even through remote work is not just progress, but access to personality. Yeah. Because that's what make, makes work fun. That's good. So, when we lead, we give people access to our personality. That's what people connect to. Okay, leadership is not personality, but that's what people connect with. And so people should be able to connect with more pers personalities than just you. So let me, uh, let me speak like real clear church phase on this, okay? If I'm the only voice from the platform, I am the only personality that people are connecting with. By introducing other personality, like some people hear like people, and yes, it means other people, but what right. I'm actually saying is they're connecting with their personality. They're connecting with who they are. And when I do that, I help people connect with more voices, with more personalities than just myself. People in, let me speak church-wise, there are people in your church who should like staff members more than you. Right. I'm not saying everyone should. Right. Okay. But some people should go, oh, I connect better with their personality. 
or I enjoy that personality more. What you're doing, that's not, that's not a negative on who you are as a leader. That means you're not building it on just you. Yeah. Okay. So let other personalities lead. And then I would say the fourth thing here, utilize your personality to bring to life the things that will live beyond you. So you utilize your gifting, your ability, your network, your relationships, your humor, all these other things to give energy to the vision, the values, all of these things that live beyond you after you're gone, better after you're gone. By breathing life into those things and not just your pet peeves, you ensure that it'll be better after you're gone. Uh, man, a lot there to uh, really kind of understand because there's a there's a there's a there's a personalities is something that I mean we take tests on this stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. So a lot of people are kind of engaged with this topic in general, like personality. Oh yeah, I have a personality. They, they have personality. It's different from my personality, and yep. but we still need to work together. And we're talking about a whole nother level is now we have to lead. Uh, you you talk about lead on versus with. Yeah. Um, hopefully not four. That's good. That's good. <laughs> hopefully never four. That's a great phrase. Right. Like hopefully never four. And then on and with is the thing you really got to decide when you're in meetings, when you're addressing people and stuff uh, is how am I actually doing this? Is this, is this on mine or, or is it with? And then I'm releasing. I, let's go to the thing. I think you do that. Let other personalities lead um, in environments. I think you do that really well, um, especially within the church context. Uh, new people into your church will always identify with the lead pastor immediately. Like they're not they're not coming yep. in and, and, and trying to find the, the guest experience director or pastor and yep. going, I, I know them. They don't even see them because they've employed their team to meet you and greet you, right? Yep. The next steps, whatever you have that, they don't know who yes. the pastor is. They know who the guy is up on the stage that spoke. Yep. And if they come back three times, which everyone oh, should come back three times. Three visits to learn culture, meet people, and see what God is doing in your life. That's it. If they do that, it's going to be because of the lead pastor and they've connected with him. Here's where you come in. You do this really well is that if they somehow identify to you that they're a new person, you make sure that you give them their next step through a different personality, yep. which is another team lead or a pastor on the team that can help them get connected. You're not trying to do that yourself because you want them to meet other people, connect other people and be part of a community, not be part of a personality. I, I think that's a really important statement. So like I... I don't like do that because I'm lazy. Right. I do, do it that intentionally because I know if they're only connected to me, then their growth in the organization is very short lived. And if I go, so do they. And I do not want that. Jesus had 12 dudes. <laughs> he That's a really funny follow-up face. Have, well, we started it with then, there. Yep. He, he didn't have 200 people that he was, you know, walking around with. Yeah. And so you know, you've got to be able to, to know how to hand people into communities and, and help them with next steps. You do that really quick. You do it quick and, and uh, on, on purpose. Uh, the other part that I think is significant. Can, yeah. Can yeah. I add in, and yeah. this is going to sound. Uh, say it. How do I say this? Well, <laughs> this is like, this is like my inner playbook. Yep. Okay. Yeah. This is what and the podcast so this is may about. Be, this may be too much. Well, I mean, it's the podcast. This is what I we would doing. rather characterize myself as a single gifted leader who's inadequate. This kind of gets into the message that I gave recently. Yeah. A single gifted leader who's inadequate in every other area so that people will be connected to others. Right. Like, if I could say it like this, like, 
I'm actually not a bad counselor. Right. I don't think I'm the best. Right. But couples, like, I'm actually pretty good. Yeah. But I would rather characterize myself as... As awful. Do not have me in that area. <laughs> like, do not have me in that area. Right. Because I know it's not best for them. Right. And so, like, I'm not trying to... I, I think sometimes we can get in this spot. The difference between the person who builds with and on their personality is the person who builds on their personality puts them in a spot where they are irreplaceable. Yep. And there are seasons in which I am irreplaceable. Yep. Like starting a new thing. If I'm the one who's helping launch it, if you pull me out, it'll crumble. Yeah. But it better not be that way for long. Right. And so I want the initiatives, the programs, the resources, and the people to be built from such a solid foundation that I am just one small part of that. That's so good. I think that's so important when you're leading at a high level because you have to make sure that that's something you want, that you know that you're doing to be sustainable. Is that okay that I do that? What? That you... Like the counseling thing and the it? connecting thing. And I think ultimately it's... You probably are a little too hard on yourself, um, but I, I think you probably stress the awful more than you stress that I'm not the best for it. That's fair. So if it's funnier when I'm when I say more, I'm awful, it's more funny. Yes, <laughs> but but I would I would say yeah, not awful, but not the best, because because okay. there's other people that can do it. Yeah, I've just never thought through that dynamic. Like I knew why I was doing it. Yeah, and I knew the impact of why I was doing it. I just never really paused to go like, am I being am I being untrue? And what I'm saying there? Yeah, I'd say I don't think you're trying to be untrue. I think you're trying to make the better point that, hey, I'm not the best for this in your life. We have people here. We have we have people yeah. that are gifted, gifted yes. in yes. this. Th there are I, absolutely people who are more right. gifted than me. Yeah, and so I think you're just, and I, I mean, a lot of times people are, I think, catch on to your personality, going back to that, where they know that you're, that's just you. That's, oh, that's fair. So, it's okay in that context because they probably know I'm a new person would probably be, yeah a, a new person might be like oh is he really yeah. so uh, but if they hope. come three times they'll know that's you and not just a thing leading hope episode 450 was I was wrong <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to you guys on that in a couple yeah, years keep listening <laughs> keep coming back uh, how do you want to close this out man yeah I just want I, I want people to resist the idea that you have to be really cautious about your gifting and people being connected to you. Because the, your goal is not to be boring and your goal is not to be like not gifted. I said that incorrect. Your goal is, <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah. The organization should not be reliant upon you, but it can be better after you're gone if you build it to not be about you. So here's one simple exercise question that's really simple, okay? And you've heard it before. If you were hit by a bus, <laughs> what would fall apart? Oh. What can you do today to stop that from happening? Um, when I say what could you do today to stop that from happening i mean things falling apart but i also mean getting hit by a bus yeah, like if is, you need yeah. to touch on that question God forbid. if you were removed from the organization what would fall apart and how do you need to operate differently so it doesn't that's so good man personality uh use it for the thing don't make it the thing uh, oh that's great there we go if you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed it would mean the world to us if you did that now supposed about it rate and review or both you won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you and we love hearing your stories how the podcast is working in your life and business if you have a story visit leadinghope.online or dm us we'd love to hear from you and remember everyone Woo. has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make 
it count. Woo!